Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Leeds 1, Liverpool 1. Regardless of the score, I was happy to see Liverpool play at Ellen Road again. It's been way too long. I always enjoy those matchups. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a much more fun and free-flowing game than we've seen from most teams who just pack all 11 players in the box as tightly as they can. Um, so from that point of view, it was fun. Um, I'm sure if you were a Leeds fan, you probably enjoyed it because you know they were trying but not doing great in the first half, and, and Leeds definitely took over in the second half, which is shockingly sad um, considering how important this was for Liverpool. Um, it, was, it was interesting because the opposite of what we all thought would happen happened. It seemed as if Liverpool were the the one the team that were tiring towards the end, or I mean towards the latter the the second half of the second half, and Leeds just kept playing with the same intensity throughout. So so I found that interesting. Well, let's be honest, it's not really that much of a surprise because Genie's playing his like five hundredth game of the season because apparently Klopp doesn't understand you can sit a guy for five minutes. James Molnar seven hundred years old and he plays every game now apparently. So it's not much of a surprise that we don't have the energy in the midfield. And don't forget Robertson. God, Robertson, man, the poor. Like, I honestly, at this point, I just feel bad for him. Like, you can tell he's trying. He just has nothing left. And, and, and you like his his passes that are way off, his crosses that sail out of bounds, his decisions that are poor. Like, he's just tired. Oh my god. Yeah, and you, and you can tell it's more mental fatigue than physical because he can you you, you can always push yourself to give that extra 5% physically, even if you're completely shattered. And I, I think that was summed up when we had a counter and he ran all the way across and he just overhit his pass. Like the simple thing he had to do was just give a nice, well, well, well-paced well, pass and he couldn't do that, but he can run, but he can't think hard enough to, to provide the right type of pass in the right moment. And just because he's done. Yeah, I mean, he he needs a break. I personally, I think physically. I think at the end of a long run like that, many guys are tired. Um, honestly, I thought Jay, uh, Milner looked tired today. Yeah, he he didn't look tired, but we know that that's what it must be because all season, whenever he plays two games in a row, the second game ends up being like this, where he really looks like he's an old man playing football with youngsters, right? And you know what I will say though? I will say in the first half he looked much better. Um he was more active. How about that? Well, okay. What? Okay, if you <laughs> if you really want my opinion, the problem in the midfield today was Genie was horrible. And yeah. I, I gotta be honest, I I watched and I'm like I, I forgot he was playing for periods. And so, you know. Am I crazy or is that true? Oh, it's true. Genie had 24 touches in the game today and 16 total passes. One six in yeah. the fab role. As a, as a comparison last week when we were playing uh, Aston Villa, fab had 74 touches and 60 passes. So Genie was basically at a third the touches of fab. Like, I don't know if he couldn't get involved. I don't know what it was. And before you say, well, we were on the defensive a lot, Tiago and Milner both had over 50 touches. So they were getting in it. They were playing. They were moving up. But Genie was horrible. He won one of five duels for the game. I, I don't really know what he was doing there. It was, it was not an impressive game for him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I put this one on Klopp. 
Um, the lineup came out and we found out that Nat Phils was injured. So of course he's injured. He's a, he's a center back playing for Liverpool. So why wouldn't he be injured? Um, so <laughs> he, he pushed back Fabinho into defense, which we lost a little bit in the midfield, but to our credit, we controlled the first half. We came, we scored a goal in first half at last. Um, so things, actually things what, what I we, would say is this was our game. This was our usual game. We went into the half with a score that shouldn't have been. It that was not a one nothing first half. That should have been a two or three nothing first half. Agreed, agreed. But my point—if it had been, we would have won the game. Right, but my point was Klopp still had time to. It was obvious around the 50, 60 minute. Well, yeah, around the sixty minute mark that Klopp needed to change something in the midfield or across the the entire team, right? And he yeah. didn't. We only used two, two subs in the game eventually. I think. And the first one came out at 71 minutes, the second one at 81 minutes. But I agree with you. By the time you got to 55, 60 minutes, you knew this was going to be a bad half. Something needs to change. And and nothing did. Nothing changed. And I know Keita didn't have the best game in Madrid a couple weeks ago, but he was the only fully fit midfielder. He could have come on for Genie. He could have come on for Milner, right? Just to, to, to give something different. And he usually plays better when he comes on, on as a sub anyway. Um, and then not taking off Firmino, or at least leaving. Well, we left on Firmino, which was the mistake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, he he could have bring it on Ox again. I I I I still don't know what Ox is, right? So did did he come on as a forward today? Yes. Okay, but he didn't. I, really... I guess I think like I don't even know anymore. Right, and the corner that they scored, I, I remember w- watching his body language, and I, I was thinking, you know, when they were about to kick it, I was thinking, yeah, something's not quite right with, with the way he's trying to defend um, their their player. And I'm, I don't think it was his player that scored, but the way he just lost him completely, and he allowed him to go in, and I think he, he confused our other defenders because now there, were, there was an extra man. It was... So I'll be honest. I thought the uh, I thought the corner was entirely um, Klopp's fault. That's one hundred percent on Klopp because that was Fabinho's mistake. Fabinho should have stayed in position a, a, an instant longer, or should have run to where the ball was going to go. Instead, he ran too far forward, got himself out of position, and completely out of the play. If he had stayed where he was, he would have had a chance on the ball. He should have gone to where the ball was going to be, but he's a midfielder, so he doesn't judge it well. Ben Davies might not be the best guy in the world. I know he's not the world's best defender, but he's a center back. So he probably knows the flight of a corner ball better than Fabinho. And I think we've seen that with Nat Phillips time and time again, is Phillips and Kabak get to headers in the box. Fabinho, uh, he just doesn't. Like it's it's not a shot at him. He's a midfielder, and Klopp needs to realize this. So it was it was poor positioning from Fabinho. His his starting position was good, but it was he for some reason ran towards the corner stick and essentially away from where the ball was going to land. It was very odd. Would you rather have had Reese Williams at the back today? <clears throat> I would say uh, yes, the whole game. But I would say. I think when you were looking to make a change in the team, 
I think you bring Genie out for Reese. You move Fabinho into the middle, and you let Reese and Kabak play at the back there. And they're two tall guys, so that that a corner like that doesn't happen. Especially because those corners were coming, right? So this is where I go back to Klopp not making any changes, not changing anything. As as a viewer, as a spectator, I could see that Leeds are going to eventually score off one of these corners because the corners just kept coming and coming and coming, and we weren't really dealing that well with them. Um, or at least I was not confident with every corner that they had. No, we. so it's not just that we weren't dealing well with them. It's that, look at it like this. Corner kicks in the first half, they had two. In the second half, they had eight. At some point, when you have eight corners and a half, you're going to score. Right. Like, as a, as a coach... As a manager, you need to look at that and be like, okay, I don't have a tall defender to deal with this, and I'm trying to hold a one-goal lead. So I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, we have a short team in general. At least put a taller guy at the back for the last 20 minutes when, or the last 10 minutes when you're trying to defend a lead. So I haven't watched leads, or I, I haven't studied them much this season. I didn't realize that they play. Excuse me. Um, that they play with so much. Uh, that they play so many crosses into the center. Is, is is was that a normal game or did they realize that we're missing that Phillips? <clears throat> well, they're much more of an attacking team, right? So they do generally try more things. Um, but the thing is, we also open ourselves up to those plays because we are always trying to press. We open up space. So I think anyone playing us, the cross is a smart move because we press so hard that positionally we're generally not like man-to-man, if that makes sense. So once again, Klopp was outmanaged because if Nafils was in the team, that would be no problem. But given that he's not, we've lost our only good header on the ball. Well, Cabex is also quite decent, but not as good as Nafils. Again, maybe we should have changed our tactics as opposed to invite those crosses all over and over and over again. So they had 17 crosses, one seven crosses to our nine. So yeah. think about it, 17 crosses, 10 corner kicks. Hmm. Like That's a lot of yeah. you're, you're down to the last, again, keep in mind, they scored in the 87th minute and you had a sub sitting on the bench. You had a tall guy who's skinny and can jump sitting on the bench. And, and I don't the, know. The, the annoying thing is that's that's usually Klopp's play, right? Is when we're when we're in the lead, he brings on a, a tall defender in the last five minutes or so. Yeah, fine. Play play with five across the back. What's the big deal? Right. It's not like we were scoring. I think. Uh, I mean, it's not like we were scoring because we who how, who we have up front. I mean, again, it's it's a it's more of the same. Salah comes on. He has that run down. And he puts the ball wide. You know, I think if it's another forward who's, you know, actually good, they score that and then we've we've got a two nothing lead and we win the game. But I just honestly when when they brought him on, I don't even know why. Like I'm not sure what he adds. He just he won't score. I think right? it was okay bring in one, but they should have kept um Mani on as well. So Mani was having a great game. I'm actually surprised that they took him off. 
right. I, I, I thought he was doing great in terms of uh, like his actual playing. He was fantastic. He had uh, a great rating if you look at those things. But more importantly for me, he lost possession six times, which for a forward is not very much. So he was doing quite well. Um, and I really liked it. I mean, he won six of 10 ground duels. He was doing his job even as a forward. Granted, he was he was trying his best to miss that that open net. Oh, yeah. The one when he scored, I was like, that looked like it was going wide, and I was waiting for the camera angle from behind the net, and I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah. <laughs> he was close to missing it. The other thing I would say is, let's not forget the only reason this was a one-one game was because of Allison. Agreed. He made some good saves today. Yeah, he did. And and the one that he made with his foot on the ball that was going across, I I texted you right away. That was a lesson from last game where he let one in trying to stop it with his hand instead of kicking out his foot. Right, that's right. Yeah, I think I think he drilled it. He normally he he normally doesn't use his feet as much. Yeah, so I think I think he's realized he needs to start a bit, and hopefully this encourages him. But again, I mean, you know, in in watching the second half, watching how it was playing out, you know, momentum was building. It was only a matter of time before Leeds scored. You know, and the, with the crosses and the and the corners, I don't know what's going on in Klopp's head to think I don't need to add another tall guy back there. I I really I have nothing, you know. I I don't know. I guess I don't know is all I can say. Overall, I mean, did you have any other good performances on the team? Guys, you thought played quite well. Um. Consistently, no. Jota had some good runs, but he was also a bit sloppy. Trent was okay. Jota was surprisingly sloppy, actually. I thought he lost the ball a lot, so I actually looked. He lost possession 23 times hmm. compared to Mane's six. So he was very sloppy today. And honestly, he had that open header. Yes, that, that, was, <sighs> that was unbelievable. And, and you know, it's it's... Klopp kind of alluded to that during the week where he was talking about the team and stuff and, and basically that guys aren't finishing their chances. So how are you going to win? And honestly, like, you know, Salah had a chance. Jota had a chance. There were chances to be had. You know, when, when Miller takes a shot from outside the box with his off leg, okay, I don't expect it to go in. When Jota gets a free header from the six-yard box, man, you got to make him pay. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I again. I, I liked his his play. I thought it was inventive. I thought he made good runs. But I agree with you. Trent was actually not horrible, and I didn't think he got beat too badly today. Like I, I didn't feel like he was getting you know run by or or he actually had nobody go around him. He had no uh, dribble past today. Yeah, there were one or two possessions where or not possessions, but there were uh, one or two plays where he was caught a little bit out of position. But, I I suspect that has more to do with Klopp's strategy of go up and attack. Well, well, yes, that was one, but there was one where he allowed what uh, an attacker to 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 thread the ball um, across him behind. So he 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 wasn't aware of the the player that he was supposed to be marking making the run, which we've seen before, right? He's he's not the most defensively aware. He's not, but what I will say, what I did notice is he had at least two, maybe three um, runs up, like where he essentially beat his man for the right. pass, for the long ball, 
And and they, those were truly perfectly timed runs. Like they weren't even close to offside, but he had his man be cold. Yeah. I would say that this this performance was very similar to ones we've had last year. The only difference being we didn't put away our chances. Yeah, I, I would say so. But with Trent, what I would say is honestly, more and more his performances are like demanding to be put in the midfield. Like if he can make those runs consistently to move, you know, to get around the last defender, you know, put him in the midfield. Why? Why are you pretending he's at the back when he's making those runs? So right. I. I I don't know. Feel I feel like his shot. What was it last week where he scored, and then today's performance where he had a couple great runs and he he assisted on the goal. You know, I, I just he needs to be up. I would. I think it's time to move him to the midfield. I thought today was just another example of that. Yeah, only only time will tell. We, we I don't know. Will Klopp be brave? Probably not. We probably won't see it this season. That's for sure, because there's too much at stake. Now, speaking of too much at stake, I mean, we had a golden chance with West Ham losing to move up and we didn't quite do it. How do you think this bodes for us for the rest of the season? As long as they keep playing this way, I mean, granted, they had a bad second half, but as long as they keep playing this way, I think it will be fine. Um, Because at some point, our fours have to score, right? So it really comes down to Klopp and his team selections. What? At some point, they have to, when, when is that? Did I miss a memo there? Well, uh, honestly, and I'm not even saying it to be funny. I honestly just have no more fa- no faith that they can score. Which is why I, I said it comes down to Klopp and his team selections. As long as he keeps playing Jota, then there's half a chance that we'll score. Right? I mean, at this point, would you rather have Shaq up there? We know Shaq will put away his chances. Again, it depends on how Klopp uses him. That's true. Right. If he if he tries to make him play the Firmino role where he comes back to collect the ball, that'll... Yeah. Hey, you laugh, but he's done it before. No, I know. I know. And I, I, I do not want to see that again. What I will say is I actually missed Curtis Jones today. I thought he could have added quite a bit. That's, that, that was who I was thinking of. He would have just calmed the midfield down, kept possession, and then also added a little bit more um, attacking verve up front. So um, yeah, we're really missing him. I I think he's he's he should be back in training. So hopefully we'll see him for a little bit in the Newcastle game. Um, but but then yeah, the other, I'm, I, the other one was Tamikas. Like Robertson was done. Why not for the last twenty minutes if you're playing defensively anyway? Why not move Tamikas in there? Like defensively, he's not worse than Robertson for sure. Yeah, it's almost too late now to 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 try to ease him in into the season because he's going to be out of rhythm, which is he, unfortunate. He will be, but you can't keep running the zombie of Robbo out every like day, man. Yeah, but we, that's what Klopp will do, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, of, yeah. I don't think we're going to make top four because I don't trust Klopp's decision-making. Yeah, which is honestly, I feel like we've come a long way this year. At the beginning of the season, even when the center backs got injured, we we had loads of trust. And we're like, you know, they'll figure it out. They've got good players. Oh, Klopp is going to play Fabinho. Okay, that makes sense. And then it's just like, clearly Fabinho's not working out. Nat Phillips looked good. Give him a try. But that took three months. And now, again, you know, Davies, like, give him a shot at the back. Like, Fabinho is just not comfortable in that role, and it takes too much out of the midfield. Agreed. And Genie, oh my God, give him a game off. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, there's another guy you're running into the ground. Tiago, I thought, looked pretty good today, actually. Yeah, yeah, he was he was okay. He was all right. I mean, he he really needs to learn how to tackle and stop complaining. But <laughs> was, yeah, he was he was pretty efficient. In but I mean, for him, six of six long balls. That's pretty impressive that you don't really see that much. So he's doing very well from that point of view. He's definitely helping the forwards, making things happen. Yeah. Um, which which I like, and three key passes. So he's creating things as opposed to Milner zero key passes and one of two long balls. So, you know, Tiago's a great in that sense going forward, but I agree with you. I think he needs to learn how to tackle. Um, but I, I don't know if you can teach him that. I don't know if it's just the strength and speed of the English game and he's just a little bit more than the German game and he can't keep up. I don't know what it is. It may, it may be a confidence thing too, because I mean, the, his first two games, Chelsea and Everton, I mean, he, he didn't miss time at a single tackle and he, he was just, he was perfect in those two games. And I was thinking, my goodness, this guy is incredible. And then since he's come back from injury, yeah, his, his tackling has been completely off. Oh, uh, you know, you never know. Maybe he is still carrying a bit of the injury. He's not a hundred percent. I don't know. Yeah, and, and he's probably trying too hard as well. To be fair, in, in those two games, he was very relaxed. He was. And now it feels like if Tiago's not creating 60 chances a game, we're not going to score a goal. Right. So I can believe that he feels like he has a lot of pressure on him to perform. Mm-hmm. And that's not helpful. No. So, I mean, overall, you know, again, um, I don't know if you had to pick a man of the match, who would you go with? Allison. Has to be. Absolutely, yeah. How can you not? Um, he earned us the one point, and he did his best to try to keep it at zero. Uh, yeah. to, or rather, to keep us, give us the three points and keep it at zero. He did a great job in net today. He learned to use his feet, so I, I got to agree. I think he's the man of the match. I don't, uh, I don't see how you could give it to anybody else. So, I mean, I guess going forward, we now have Newcastle in a week. We're out of Champions League, and we're out of everything else, so it's just focus on the Premier League. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think top four is looking very iffy. Um, you know, Newcastle, we absolutely have to beat them, and we probably have to win out the rest of the the rest of the games if we're going to make it. But uh, yeah, the, the only reason why I say it's iffy. So four or five weeks ago, if you had told me that with five, uh, five, six games left, six games left, we'd be um, two two points out of top four, I would have taken that absolutely right. But again, it's the manner in which we drop points today tells me that. Klopp hasn't learned how to to make tactical changes when needed. And that's my concern. Yeah, I, I almost feel like, and, and this is maybe weird to say, I almost feel like we when we run into a good tactical opponent uh, coach, I feel like we're getting a lot more trouble. So Real Madrid, say what you will about Zidane, but he's tactically good at those Absolutely. Champion League games. Right. Absolutely. Um you know, and today again, we ran into a guy who's tactically very good, even though he looks weird on the sidelines, sitting on the barrel or whatever that is. Um, tactically, it's very good, and he plays a certain way. His players know it, and they do it well. And even I feel, the first game of the season when we played Leeds, and we won four three. Right. So we were also um, outsmarted then. It's just that back we were still scoring. We were, yeah, we were actually finishing chances. Yeah, that's the only difference, right? So for for two seasons, he's relied on his his front three to just bail him out of not making the right tactical decisions. Well, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, we've now played Leeds twice, and I can confidently say 
Klopp got outcoached twice. Yeah. And and yeah, so I agree with you. I mean, we're not in that bad a position right now in terms of, you know, in the table. But yeah, you're right. I feel like we're getting outcoached more often than than I'd like to. And, yeah, and, uh, and, and it's, 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 it's from the team set, the team selection, the team setup, the subs, the, the questionable. So the not changing of tactics, it's, it's the whole gambit. Everything is just off. And that concerns me, right? Playing, playing five at the back, only making two subs, not changing anything in 60 minutes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It feels, it feels like the same movie over and over again. Yeah. This game was like, there to be one. It was there to be one, and frankly, let's be honest, at 60 minutes, it was blindingly obvious that they would score. <laughs> right. Like anyone who was watching at the second half for 15 minutes and thought, no, 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 we can hold them off for the rest of the half was nuts. We knew they were scoring, so do something. And and we didn't, and they scored, and you know, that's how it that's how it goes. So, you know, hopefully Klopp learns something for, for next week. Um, you know, we have uh, a few days to get ready for Newcastle. And uh, hopefully we can, we can go there and, and win and move up in the table. For more stories, analysis and articles, go to the forensicop.com website.